culture, society. On every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes we can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great, but it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out. And you forgot your jacket. And oh my God, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I... (sighs) So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. Holy schwacamole, what a day. It has been a wild news day. Jen Shaw has pled guilty in court. And here we are, guys. Get ready. We're about to break it down live. And I do have court reporter, a court reporter live in New York right now that will be discussing all of this with us. Get ready. It is Jose. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. Or if you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, go and give us a follow at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram. Or you can always join our private Facebook group. The link is in the description below. Yes, guys, we are live right now. It is Monday morning. Monday at 10, a little 10-ish, a little after 10-ish a.m. Um, on Monday morning, we are live on YouTube. What a shaw shocker. Okay, Jen Shaw has pled guilty. I do have a court reporter that is going to be calling in in just a few minutes, and I do have a reaction from Emily D. Baker because I have been talking to her, and I'm like, girl, I need you to call into the podcast today. So hopefully we'll get her to call in, but I do um, I do want to break this all down for everybody. Let me give you the recap, and then we'll get into our special guest today. Whew, guys, and then we'll get into everything today because there's a lot to break down because a lot happened over the weekend. Um, she's a disaster on Twitter. Yes, she is. So, um, okay. Jen Shaw has pled guilty to one count of conspiracy to commit wire fraud. Remember, there was the conspiracy to commit wire fraud and then the conspiracy to commit money laundering. So the second charge, which is the money laundering charge, has been dropped Originally, I mean, she was facing a lot of time behind prison. Her trial was supposed to start next week. Stuart Smith was supposed to be a witness for the prosecution, and he was supposed to be um, providing testimony that was likely to be incriminating for her. She's been very clear that she be- she's innocent. Um, her tagline this past season was, the only thing I'm guilty of is being shamazing. Well, she appeared in court today to plead guilty, admitting, and these are her words. This is what she admitted today in court. 
we used inners uh, we used interstate cell phones and emails. I knew many of the purchases of the purchasers were over the age of fifty five, and I am sorry. So here she is admitting that there was um, they did this through telemarketing and through email marketing, and that they were taking advantage of elderly victims that were fifty five plus. As we know, per Queen Emily D Baker, there is a um, it's a special bracket of crime when you are preying on elderly victims. They are more vulnerable. Okay, she continues to admit in court misrepresentations regarding the value of the product or service, which it had little to none. So here she is basically saying that the the services. So when they would call people and they were like, "Hey, hey, Mama, Mama Joe, Mama June, this is uh, Jen Shaw," or I mean, that's not how it actually went, but I'm paraphrasing here. And she was basically like, "I want to sell you this service so that you can build a business, or you can have this. We're gonna help get you set up with this Trump University, you know, scheme." Wink, wink. And then Mama June was like, oh, yeah, I love that. I want to be an entrepreneur from home. Well, turns out, as Jen Shaw is admitting here, the products or services that they were offering people, she is admitting, had little to no value, little to none. So she's owning the misrepresentations in the marketing practices that she engaged in. Uh, when asked if she was going, if when asked if she knew what she was doing was wrong and illegal, she replied, "Yes, Your Honor." She is admitting that she knew that this was wrong and this was illegal. So all of her shamazing, you know, all of her "I'm innocent," Heather Gay coming on Watch What Happens Live saying that she knew that this was unsavory, but she didn't know that it was necessarily illegal. Well, now we have Jen Shaw saying, "I knew this was illegal." So the charge faces up to thirty years in prison plus five years of supervised release. That's 30 years behind bars and then five years, um, I believe, I assume that would be like probation. Um, however, the agreement, the plea agreement that she made today in court stipulates a suggested 11 to 14 years behind bars with 9.5 million that she has to pay in restitution on top of 6 million in assets that she is now forfeiting. So as we know, the government has seized property by her. So up to six million in the property that they have seized by her, she has forfeited and relinquished, and she is not going to get back. Nine point five million in restitution that she will have to pay, and then a potential eleven to fourteen years behind bars. Official sentencing will come on November seventh. So all of these numbers are really just they're merely projections. But we won't know anything official until the judge makes his official ruling, which will be on November 7th. They originally wanted to have their hearing in October, but her attorney had another trial at that time, so they pushed it back to November 7th. So this means that she very may likely be spending the holidays behind bars. It is wild, 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 wild. But again, these are these numbers are just projections. We don't actually know what any of this means. Um, okay, I'm looking at some of your comments on the YouTube. Hi, guys. Hi, um, Aaliyah Hal. Hi, Nikki. Hi, Artis. Hi, Violet. Hi, Anna Kanda. Kanda. Um, hi from the lovely sunset here in Sweden. Oh, hello, Sweden. Wow, we're watching this internationally live right now. Hello. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, be sure to hit that like button. Let me know what you guys think. Are you shocked by this revelation? I did. Emily D. Baker is shocked. I was texting with her. She said she is shooketh. She commented on YouTube that she shooketh. She is on set right now for a special project um, that is 
is uh, it's top secret. So hopefully she'll be able to reveal what that top secret project is. But she has been popping in. She does say that she is shocked. I asked if she'll be able to call in. If she does, amazing. If not, the most we have from her right now is shooketh, which I think is very, um, very real. Lisa Barlow has also reacted to somebody on Instagram via DM. She said that this is insane. I'm curious to know what Meredith Marks thinks because obviously the other day she posted on her Instagram that everybody is due their day in court and everybody is innocent until proven guilty. But yet here we are. Jen Shaw has admitted to her guilt in one of the two charges. The money laundering charge, again, has been dropped. She did agree or she did plead guilty to the uh, uh, wire fraud. So wild. Shaw Mazing will be jail mazing soon. Yeah, I mean, it's it's insane. Violet says, I'm surprised since she was so adamant that she was innocent. So adamant up until the very end. It's truly, truly insane. Um, Emily said, I'm shook. I don't know if I can call, but I'm shook. Yeah. <laughs> she just texted me right now. Um, all good. Love you. Good luck on good luck on set. I'm still uh, clenching. I'm still clutching my pearls. Clutching my pearls. I want to know, what is, are we pissed at Coach Shaw? Where is Coach Shaw's statement acknowledging the victims? You guys, Coach Shaw benefited from Jen Shaw's crimes that she has now admitted to in court. Jen Shaw, I mean, uh, Coach Shaw's lavish lifestyle was built off of the backs of innocent victims, elderly victims, 55 and over. It's fair to say, since these are elderly victims, some of them may have lost their spouses, so they would technically be considered widows. Because they're older, it's likely that their parents have passed on. So we could also argue that they're also possibly orphans in the mix as well. So, I mean, Coach Shaw, I want you to acknowledge the widows that your wife took advantage of. I want a statement. I want you to hand over your diamond earrings. I want you to hand over your diamond cufflinks. Come on, Coach Shaw. We're waiting for you. I want everybody on Twitter that's in an uproar about Erica to be in an uproar about Coach Shaw. Okay? Or are we just playing the double standards? Ron Richards, where are you at? You love calling out the women. Or do you just, you know, do you just like badgering the wives like your alleged clients? (laughs) That was a little shady. I'm going to get dragged for that. Um, But I mean, it was wild, you guys. I was literally at the gym this morning and Adam texted me and he's like, Jen Shaw's guilty. And I'm like, what? Uh Uh-oh. Hold on. Emily D. Baker uh, is texting me live now. Can I play this on air? Um. It is truly insane insanity. I don't even know. Like, I, I the trial is literally a week away. Okay, what are some of your reactions before we um, we get into everything else? Uh, Coach is probably in Canada with his new fiance. You're clearly on Erica's side defending her every chance you get. Disgusting. Um, I'm not defending Erica. I'm calling out the double standard. And the fact that that's your response to what I just said about Coach Shaw shows that you are uh, contributing to this double standard. Truly, truly wild. Um, 
I think Jen is going to be hit hard as an example. Probably this is the first time. I mean, we saw the the bank fraud with Teresa and Joe. We saw tax evasion with Teresa and Joe. Um, it's truly wild. Okay, here we have Russell. So this is Matthew Russell live in New York. Um, and he was present for the Jen Shaw trial. Hi, Matthew. You are live on, on the No Filter podcast right now. Oh, great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Pretty good. Doing okay. It's an unexpected development at the courthouse today, but now it's over. <laughs> so, I mean, how did you, how were you alerted to what was going on? Because, I mean, we were all expecting the trial to come in next week. Absolutely. No, I, I've been I've been covering all the twists and turns of it and getting ready for next. It was a final pre-trial conference. And then, you know, next Monday, the trial was supposed to begin. The, the prosecutors, uh, right, right around 10 o'clock, 10.02 to be exact, sent out a press release, very kind of cryptic. They just said, there will be a proceeding on Jen Shaw at 10.30. So then I made a few calls, and it, and it, it was definitely going to be what they call change of plea. Nothing else made any sense. Because if, if even if they were going to ask, let's say, for an extension of the trial, they would just do that in writing. So it's basically, it seems like she was kind of playing chicken right to the end. You know what I mean? Like, even as of last week, they were still asking to get uh on to get unsealed portions of Stuart smith's uh deposition by the ftc they were all, it was it looked like they were all you know publicly at least it looked like they were all guns blazing for the trial but obviously they were also negotiating a deal i just she didn't get a very good deal it seems to me like 168 months a lot of time and that I, i've been reading a lot of stuff people sent me that you know she deserves it but that's a it, usually people don't plead out in a telemarketing uh, conspiracy case to that amount of time. Right. I mean, well, especially considering she has been very vocal about her innocence. She was uh, selling T-shirts that said free Jen Shaw. She just did an interview a few weeks ago where she, yeah. you know, maintained her innocence. So, I mean, I, I were you, how shocked were you by the fact? Surprising. Yeah, no, absolutely. I was, I, I definitely thought she was going to go to trial. I don't know if I thought she was innocent. Right. I've also, if you, if you follow the case, it's a pretty much of a kind of a boiler you know, boiler room operation. Other people have taken pleas. I think the I think that the, the, the beginning of the end for her is when Stuart Smith pled guilty. Yeah. Unless she was somehow able to say, you know, she had nothing to do with it. And I guess that was really her hope. And I, I went back to actually, you know, and looked at where she tried to say, she basically tried to say, you know, he was running a business on his own. I didn't know anything. But I mean, you know, documents, I guess, don't lie. I don't think she would have pled if she didn't do it. <laughs> I don't think... I think the, the the prospect also of Smith testifying against her made it very difficult. I think you know if it's it's not even a matter then of saying like as they said I don't. Oh, hold on. Give him a buzz back. Sorry, the reception downtown in LA can be a bit spotty. I mean, but wow, you guys, this is wild. Okay, I'm going to see if he, he may have lost service in New York. Um, I'm going to see if he can give us a buzz back. Let's see um, what Emily's had to say. I am so shook that she pled guilty. She said she was maintaining her innocence. She had the right to a trial, going to trial. She is facing substantial time. I mean, her max is almost 60 years. So this is shook and, and millions in fines. I'm shook, shook, shook. Millions in fines, 9.5 million to be exact. This whole thing is insane. Her bestie pled against her. I mean, was it? I mean, was he really her bestie? If they turned on each other so easily, this thing is is truly insane. 
Um, hopefully, yes, guys, hit the like button if you are watching this live. Hopefully, we can get Russell back on the phone. Um, unclear if his service ran out or if he his phone died or what was going on. He was calling us directly from the courthouse. Stuart Smith m- must have turned over so much on Jen that she had no choice. Okay, here's Russell. He's coming back, guys. Hey, Russell. Hey, hey about that. So, sorry about that. I, I don't know. I don't know how that happened. I, it, usually, this works. I'm in a fire fire stairs of the courthouse, but uh, I, it should work because that I would know if it happened. More <laughs> It's all good. So, um, so your reaction. So we're all just like shocked by this. We weren't expecting it. She, we were expecting her to go to trial next week. Um, what when we heard her in court admit to knowing that this was wrong, admit to knowing that this is illegal. What was? Um, can you just give us a briefing of what we heard in court today? Yeah, sure. I mean, again, these these allocutions, as they're called, are kind of scripted. And in fact, her lawyer uh, Priya Chowdhury said, you know, I've written. Her little script was basically what the government said. We'll only let you plead if you say these things. So I, I think I actually personally learned more from the government's. Uh, the government was asked, uh, the, the, the U.S. attorney, Ms. Fletcher, was asked to describe what their evidence was, and it was much more detailed. But, you know, from the beginning, it, there was no, once we were there in the courtroom at 1030, there, uh, you know, Eastern, there was no doubt that she was pleading guilty. The judge said, are you here to plead guilty? She said, yes. You know, he asked her a few questions of you. Are you on drugs? Yeah, are you doing this voluntarily? Has anyone forced you to do it? So it's it's a it's a scripted thing, but I would say that the the level of detail of the government saying, you know, we have all of this evidence of 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 uh, her knowing not only was she doing it since 2012, but according to what the government said, and she obviously is no longer disputing. Uh, once she knew that others in the case uh, were under investigation, she took a lot of steps to conceal her role, and I think that that probably is what what led them to 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 sort of jack up the charges they did drop one charge she did get one thing out of this deal which is that she was also charged with conspiracy to commit money laundering and that was dropped so maybe that's a it's not a victory it's just that every deal is a deal right but 168 months is a lot of time i don't know if she'll do that i don't know if she'll be sentenced to that but that's what she agreed to right and we'll know on november 7th correct that's when the the sentencing yeah, correct. Yeah, there, there, there may even be some play in that her lawyer uh, who i tried to ask about it afterwards says that she has another trial so that date may it'll definitely be, be before the end of the year and we'll be covering it what happens now is that she gets interviewed by pretrial services that puts together a memo i'm sure she's going to describe you know all of the various things of you know marital and omar and all of this stuff and then and then, um, so she'll ask for a sentence well below. The, 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 I, I finally, since the, the proceeding, I got a copy of the of the plea agreement. Basically, she pled to a guideline of 135 to 168. The reason the 168 number is important is any sentence at 168 or below, she can't appeal as saying that the sentence is too harsh. So that doesn't mean, I think, you know, people need to understand often, I, I it's hard to say, but people... Yeah, it's up to the judge. You know, the judge will right. read it, and they'll they'll make arguments of why it should be less and why. I think the fact that she denied it publicly is not going to work in her favor that much. Um, I, they try to send a message like, not that you should always plead guilty when you're accused, but if you if you know you did it, you really shouldn't be like going on TV and saying I didn't do it. This right. is so unfair. You know, and you or if you do, yeah. don't expect a lot of leniency at sentence. Well, no, so I mean, we just have to see. But in in any event, it's not going to. I've no judge. I've seen Judge Stein in a lot of other cases. He's not going to like drop it to time served or like one year. She is definitely going to do some time, unless of course she can flip on somebody else, which I don't know if that if she can. I don't. Well, she was the last one standing, right? Didn't everybody well, like, else? In this case, I guess what I wonder is, it's always mm. you know 
I mean, look, I, I, this is another hype case here, but I covered in great detail the, the Ghislaine Maxwell case. I, and I'm not saying there's no uh, sex trafficking uh, right. uh, allegation here, but that, that's one where even she's been sentenced to 20 years, people are still writing to me every day saying, like, you know, does she have the list? Could she negotiate a lower case? You know, so you never, you, you just never uh, – I, I can't really see – how she couldn't have gotten a better deal, but maybe that's all they offered. I and mean, they said, you know, we've, you've got you dead to rights. You're going to go to trial and be found guilty on two counts and, and get an even higher sentence. So now, do you, you know, know if this that, affects, we'll find, out. We, we'll find out before the end of the year, what she gets. I'm kind of curious what she's going to do between now and then. Like I waited outside the courtroom with, with uh, out courthouse because you can't film. That's why I, I like, right. tweeted it. You can't film and there's no audio or anything, but we waited outside on the, on the street uh, for her to come out of the courthouse. There was a lot of like, getting a you know a big black uber ready and she didn't say anything but i was i, I don't know what she's going to do between now and then i guess put her affairs in order you know and Hopefully so she won't continue with telemarketing That's so she I, did she left the courthouse she left the courthouse she's going home likely to salt lake city um or back to utah and she'll stay there until uh the hearing in november and she's not allowed yeah, to travel yeah, right absolutely and then and then even people should understand probably when she gets sentenced they won't like immediately you know pull her out of the court she'll be you know self-surrender in 60 days is kind of the common for white white collar crime you know yeah sometimes I, people if they go to trial i've seen cases where like literally somebody goes to trial the, the, the jury comes back and says guilty and the person is immediately hauled away right so that does happen sometimes but i don't i think that you know but it's it's she's you know it's not gonna there, I, I it'd be very difficult to get out of this at this point this was a plea this was a you can, I put it on Document Cloud, the plea agreement. It's very detailed. And it's also money. We haven't talked about the money, but she's, you know, a restitution of $9 million. Like, pretty much you don't agree to that unless you, you know, really, money. yeah. And, money. yeah. So, and then there was a, a $6 million forfeiture, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and, the, and restitution. So it's a pretty, it's, a, it's an extensive uh, uh, thing to agree to. It's, I think people are going to go back and look at her quotes about, I get, the only thing I'm guilty of is being like shawtastic. Yeah, shawmazing, yeah. It's, it's all seeming very ironic now. But there's some disappointment, I will say this, among people I know, you know, particularly other reporters here in the courthouse, there's kind of disappointment that there won't be a trial. I know, I was hoping to come to New York, yeah. keep moving, there's a lot of trials here. This, yeah. this would have been a good one, but... Obviously, she would have been maybe too good from her point of view. Last question. Do you know if this affects um, Stuart Smith's plea deal in any, in any way? Because he was originally, well, we assumed sure. that that was part of his deal was to to flip on her. And now and that he... Gonna, yeah, I, know, I don't think it does. Because I, I don't, I think otherwise people wouldn't, wouldn't become cooperators if the rug could be pulled out from under them. What he's going to, what, what the government does is that he pled guilty. They're going to write a letter to the judge uh, which will also be Judge Stein, with a, probably after her sentence. I, I don't, they haven't chosen a date yet. There's something called a 5K1 letter where the government says this person, you know, cooperated. And I think what they would say here is probably the fact that he didn't testify in a trial doesn't really make the difference because the fact that he was willing to and made it clear is probably what focused her mind to plead guilty. So I don't think this, this is going to undermine. Again, it's also, totally, and, and the judges have a lot of discretion here. This doesn't mean that he's going to get off scot-free. He's definitely going to, I would say, get less than her because, of the, you know, that's how they do it. You get rewarded for, for, for opera. And he, even if he never testified in trial, there's no question that after he pled guilty, he gave them, you know, full statements Ample, and, and all yeah. kinds of stuff. So he should, you know, he'll still get the benefit, the benefit of the bargain, so to speak, on that one. Well, 
this has been a wild, uh, wild uh, change All of right. change of events. Thank you so much, Matthew, for for calling in and sure. and sure giving us. An, it's been really it's an interesting case, and I'm going to definitely be covering the sentencing. So maybe we'll speak then. Yeah, I hope to speak to you again. Okay. Thanks so much. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. All right, guys, that was Matthew Russell Lee live from the courthouse in New York City in reaction to the Jen Shaw guilty plea. Wow. Okay, so just to brief you, because we do have a lot of you that have just joined in right now, Jen Shaw has pled guilty in New York to conspiracy. Guilty for conspiracy to commit wire fraud. Um, the money launder, the conspiracy to commit l- money laundering charge has been dropped. She is currently facing up to thirty years in prison. Where pres- it's being presumed that she'll likely serve between eleven to fourteen years. That's kind of what she's agreeing to um, as part of her plea deal. So eleven to fourteen years behind bars in addition to $9 million in restitution and $6 million in forfeitures of assets that the government has already seized from her. So 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, $15 million total is what she's forking over. It is wild. As, as Matthew said, like this is a really intense, um, it's a pretty hefty, uh, a hefty, what is the word that I'm looking at? Sorry, guys, we're live and we're trying to process all of this. Um, it's a, it's not a slap on the wrist is basically what I'm trying to say. Like, it's a pretty hefty reaction to the charges. Why today, though? That's nuts. I think she realized, I mean, her trial was a week away. And I think at this point she realized I'm running out of time. And her legal team was probably just like, we can't do this anymore like it's bad it's only gonna get worse you're facing a lot more time I mean this alone was up to 30 years in prison in addition to five years on I don't I don't think it was house arrest but on like probation essentially so I mean cutting down like you know we've cut it down to 11 to 14 possibly that's what she's agreeing to that's what she has in her plea agreement has said I will serve between 11 and 14 it is possible that the judge does give her less time and it is possible that after she goes to prison she'll be released early all of those are within the realm of possibility as of right now it's looking like the maximum sentence she'll likely get is 14 years behind bars the judge may want to uh oh there we go the judge may want to use her as an example. TBD at this point, guys. TBD. Um, curious what your reactions are. Obviously, we heard from Emily D. Baker. We heard from Matthew Russell Lee. This is, I still have other friends that are reacting to this. This is shot. This is a shot shocker if we ever saw one. Hulu, where are you at? Where are the cameras? We do know that they were filming Real Houses of Salt Lake City with Heather Gay and Meredith Marks. As I said, uh, Meredith just the other day posted on her Instagram story saying everyone is due their day in court. Everyone is innocent until guilt, until proven guilty in court. Now it's not just that she has been proven guilty. She has admitted being guilty. I mean, it's not like an Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial where, you know, uh, she was proven guilty of defamation in court with the the jury. um, And now she's trying to to uh, appeal that and trying to get, you know, with the juror. There's an issue with one of the jurors and she's trying to have a mistrial. That's a whole other thing. But Jen Shaw has admitted 
to being guilty, knowing what she was doing, knowing that it was wrong. This is wild. She did interviews. She was on Watch What Happens Live. She was at the Real Houses of Salt Lake City reunion. She taped an entire season of Real Houses of Salt Lake City. That is going to be very interesting to see what she did and how she was playing all of this in the months leading up to this hearing, until this court date. So as we know, early this morning, a press release went out at 10 a.m., which was about 8 8 or I guess 7-ish a.m. here in L.A. I remember I was at the gym when Adam texted me and I was literally covering it. I had to cut my workout short because I was like, holy guacamole, what is happening right now? Um, Coach made about 500000 a year or more. Where did he think all those designer clothes and private jets were coming from? It's easy to turn a blind eye. I agree. She did the interview she did the interview on Up and Adam. Yes, she did do the interview on Up and Adam. Zach, it's criminal, not civil. Like Erica, I wish jail on no one. They must have had some real hardcore evidence. They've been investigating her since 2012. Okay. If you really like, if you listen to Emily's coverage of this, so perfect example. When they started to, when the FTC started to come down on her um, for her unsavory, as Heather Gay likes to say, her unsavory business practices, when they came down on her, she switched over her communication from regular text messages to encrypted text messages. Why would you switch over your communication? That's when all the shell companies started happening. That's when, you know, money started getting moved around, allegedly, because now we know that the... um Money laundering charges were dropped, so she didn't plead guilty to doing any money laundering or any conspiracy to commit money laundering. It was only conspiracy to commit wire fraud. I mean, but the fact that she, I mean, owned it and said, yes, I knew the victims were over 55. Yes, I knew, like, she she owned it. I wonder what Jacques is thinking. I text him too. He's in Australia, so he's likely asleep right now, and I have not heard back from him, but it is insane. But yes, to Renee's point, It is a criminal, not a civil case. Erica's cases are civil, so she's not likely to serve any prison time or jail time. Um, Doesn't look like anything wild. Uh, Erica won't be serving 11 to 14 years behind bars. And neither will Tom because he's mentally incapacitated and you can't uh, can't press criminal charges against him at this point. Right now, it really just comes down to liquidating all of their assets, getting all the money that Tom had spent and getting it back to the people that it is entitled to and coming after the lawyers that had the fiduciary responsibility to those clients. Hi, Zach. Found you live again. Hi, Linda. Welcome in on InLive. We're not usually live on Mondays, but talk about some breaking news. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Okay, so we heard from Matthew. We heard from Emily hearing from you guys, but the IRS is watching. Uh, I'm sure the IRS is watching. And if she's having to pay $9.5 million in restitution, I can only imagine what the IRS is going to do with that information and how they're going to be coming for her. Um, guys, if you are watching this live on YouTube, smash that like button. Please leave a comment below letting me know what your thoughts are. Are you shocked? I'm curious. All the people that were like, yeah, Jen Shaw, she's Shaw amazing. She's going to beat this. She's innocent. I mean, and here's the other thing. Jen Shaw went as dark as saying that this was about her being a person of color. And she's like, Kim Kardashian, come and help me. You know, it is insane. The the claims that she made, the cards that she threw down on the table, the way she tried to really maintain her innocence all the way through up until just the other day. There was a photo that came out on Demois, and it was a photo that was allegedly of Jen Shaw in Palm Beach. Again, you know, I'm a little skeptical about Demois. 
But anyway, she was, um, the claim is that she was spotted at the um, Faina Hotel in Miami Beach. And it's a photo of her or presumably her. I can't really tell if it's her. This woman looks very tan and she has very uh, large uh, sunglasses on. But it's a woman in a swimming pool. She has a bottle of champagne that she's holding up and presumably doing a toast. She has a, a glass or not a glass, but a cup probably plastic because she's in the pool. Um, But it looks like she's partying it up in some hotel in Miami Beach. Unclear of whether this is Jen Shot. Like, it kind of looks like her, but it also kind of doesn't look like her. Um, So I'm not really sure. I just know Demois posted this the other day. So it looks like it's... I don't actually... I will say this. I don't believe that that is Jen Shaw. Or if it is Jen Shaw, I don't believe that that was recent because she was in court today. And we know just a few days ago she was in New York with Meredith Marks and Heather Gay. I don't... I mean, unless she was like, fuck it, I'm going to prison. Let me just, you know, live my best life. Um, It's funny because she got really upset with Heather McDonald when Heather McDonald made a statement on my podcast about being... um, What do you call it? About... um, living live your life like Jen Shaw, like you're going to prison like Jen Shaw live every day like it's your last essentially is what Heather McDonald is saying um and it seems like this is my this might be what she's doing I mean it is it's wild it is truly truly I don't even know what else to say other than it's wild um what are do you guys have any thoughts feelings questions vibes I want to know where Ronald Richards like you know anger towards coach Shaw is at that's that's what I'm hoping to see on Twitter, but I don't think we're actually going to see that on Twitter. Oof, 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 oof. Let's read some of some of your reactions, guys. Um, good morning, Hansel Gentleman Z. Thank you, Romy. Um, hi, Zach. I finally am able to make a live. Yay! I'm so glad you're able to join in, babe. You know, I am also from Sweden. Oh, lots of love in Sweden. Hi, Sweden. Hello, hello, hello. Um, Renee says, Hi, sweetie. Shawmazing will be jailmazing soon. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's very likely um, that she'll be serving time soon. Meredith is a narc. I don't think Meredith is a narc. What? That's silly. Um, Where's the outrage on Coach Shaw? Just curious. I agree. Uh, I, Gil, how did Coach not know where the money was coming from? He turned a blind eye. Yep interesting since he's a black male and people often blame them of being criminals don't understand the point you're trying to make heather but okay um exactly where is his statement where is coach shaw's statement acknowledging the victims i agree he is not uh he is not on erica's side if you think that you're closed-minded thank you anna actually let's talk about let's mention it all okay um, Val Porter, Zach, you called Ronald Richards out from the very beginning. Only you knew. Okay. So let's mention it all, you guys, because I was dragged on Twitter and I've been con- consistently dragged on Twitter. And I want to clarify this because over the weekend, Ronald Richards released a one minute clip that he was shopping around to other bloggers. He was shopping this exclusive around. Um, and it was a clip that he recorded of Tom Girardi. He somehow got Tom Girardi to call him 
because he's claiming that Tom Girardi just called him. I personally don't believe Tom Girardi randomly in the assisted living facility decided, hey, today I'm just going to give yeah, I'm going to give Ron Richards a call. Hey, Ron, how you doing, boo? I highly doubt that's what happened, especially since Ron claims he wasn't in California. We know his practice is here in California. We know he lives here in California. So it's very interesting that he conveniently happened to not be in California at the time that Tom Girardi happened to give him this phone call which is what Ronald Richards is claiming is that, is that Tom Girardi called him out of the blue from the assisted living facility. So it's a phone call that Ronald Richards recorded of him with or speaking to Tom Girardi. And he's essentially he's leading Tom to answer certain questions about the cases and about Erica in the phone call. Tom does say that like Erica didn't know anything. Like why would Erica know anything? She didn't work at the law firm. Anything that she got was what he had given to her um, as in like gifts or jewelry or anything is what I assume he meant. So, Ron recorded this phone call. I believe it was a 12-minute phone call. He released a one-minute clip of it on Instagram, okay? I, I I will say this. The things that Tom Girardi did are disgusting. Tom Girardi is needs to be held accountable, and so do the lawyers that worked at Girardi Keys. So did the bookkeeper, Chris Camone. All these bitches need to be held accountable for the awful things that they did to the orphans, to the widows, to the elderly, to the burn victims. They need to be held accountable. I do not condone anything that Tom Girardi or any of those lawyers have done ever. Okay, I am the only I will flex on this and I will pat myself on the back because I don't get the credit that I'm due. I am the only podcaster and blogger and YouTuber that has covered this case, this embezzlement scandal to like as in depth as I have. I have hours and hours and hours of coverage on YouTube and on, and on the podcast covering this Girardi scandal, naming the people. I've had the California State Bar on my show explain, or a former employee of the California State Bar on my show to explain the system and how somebody like Tom Girardi was able to get away from that. I've had multiple multiple former clients of Girardi Keys on this podcast to share their experience and their story exposing Tom Girardi and Girardi Keys. I have had multiple lawyers, legal analysts, and legal experts on this podcast to break all of this down so that we understand it better, okay? So these accusations that I'm just an Erica stan or I'm only doing this to defend Erica are Bullshit. And I'm sick and I'm sick and fucking tired of hearing that because that's not what this is. Now I'm getting pissed. Because I don't condone what Tom Girardi has done. I don't condone the allegations against him. And I think every anybody that has done been done wrong by Tom Girardi is entitled to get everything that they lost. And some. And there are plenty of lawyers that are not mentally incapacitated, that are hiding right now, that are pleading the fifth, that are dodging questions in court that we should be holding accountable. Okay, I have been I will flex on this again. One of the few that has covered it as in depth as I have. Okay, so don't say that when I have an opinion, my opinion is just based off of housewives because I watch the same show that you do and you have not done the same research that I've done because I've spent hours on the phone with the victims, not publicly, off the record, behind the scenes. I have spent time with them, talking to them, 
hours outside of the podcast. Reporters, real legitimate reporters that are out there, you know, for the New York Times and for other publications that I have spoken to on the phone as well that actually have given me their respect. They're like, I can't come on your podcast because No Filter is like a reality TV podcast. They're like, I can't get clearance to come on your podcast, but here's information. They give me court documents. They give me insider tips. They've answered plenty of my questions. So all of that prefacing up to this next piece, I got upset because I think Ronald Richards is a sleazy lawyer. Yes, he gives good information, but a lot of the information he gives is speculative. He does a lot of speculation. He does a lot of vague insinuations, and he likes to get people stirred up, and he's very hard on women. He was very hard on Taylor Armstrong. He called her a liar on Twitter publicly. He made fun of her face, saying that she looked disgusting with all the Botox that she had in her face. The way that he badgers and treats these women is despicable. Despicable. I had Taylor Armstrong on my podcast a couple months ago where I asked her about it. And she said, Ron has never apologized to me. And she said the fact that he even continues to question whether or not she was truly abused, which he has continued to do. He says that she is a liar. That there is, I will show, pull up the tweet. It's on my Twitter account. I tweeted it the I retweeted it the other day where he called Taylor Armstrong a domestic abuse victim, a liar. A liar, you guys. And she was not happy about that when I had her on my podcast. So when somebody like this baits an elderly man, yes, Tom Girardi is not a great person and the shit that he did is awful. However, that doesn't give you the right to also be equally as awful and to then record him without his permission because I'm pretty sure Tom Girardi, one, didn't know the phone call was being recorded and two, was not aware that this was going to be made public. Um He's in an assisted care facility. He's over 80 years old. Like, he's an old man. The photos that we saw of him are a very frail old man. Whether you want to believe it or not, you still cannot, like, it's grow. And yes, he can legally do it because he's claiming he was, I believe, in Virginia at the time that he recorded this phone call. And Virginia is a one-party consent state, so one person can, um, can do that. I was so disgusted at the fact that he stooped to this new low. Tom Girardi is low, six feet under the ground low. Okay, so are the lawyers at Girardi Keys. David Lira, Keith Griffin, Chris Camone, all of them. Disgusting. 10 feet down, gross. But Ron dipped to a new low when he decided to play these same tactics and play these same tricks and release this. And he was shopping it around and many bloggers turned him down and would not play the clip on their show, would not give him the exclusive interview because he was shopping it around for a while. I'll tell you that right now because he thought this was going to be some big, juicy, salacious scandal. Okay, so I responded and I posted on my Instagram account. I said, "Hey Ron, now that you're just dro- now that you're secretly recording people and putting this information out there, does this mean that I'm allowed to release phone calls between you and I that I may or may not have recorded? I'm not saying that I did record them, but since he likes to play in this land of speculation, he likes to play in this vague ambiguity where he puts things out there that are kind of that lead people to make their own assumptions. I was like, "Well, let me play him at his own game. Let me um, let, let, let's see, you know, how people f- feel about this. Oh my God. Thank you guys for the super sticker. Thank you so much, Danielle. I really appreciate that. MD. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. You guys, I really, really do appreciate you. Um, I was like, since you want to leak phone calls, does that mean I can leak any alleged recordings that I may or may not have of our phone calls or the threatening messages that you've sent me? I, listen, I've released the DMs that he sent me. I've released the emails that he sent me. I, you know, 
I've put it all out there and I've made it all public. Like the the time that he called me and wanted me to take down a meme that he had reposted on his Twitter account without my permission or consent that he took from my page, reposted it. Fine, you have free use. You can repost it without my permission because it's on the internet. Um, Erica was upset with the meme. She asked him to take it down. So then he then called me and was like, we should take this, delete the meme from your account. And let's say that Erica is crazy and that she, you know, made this all up herself. And I was like, how about, you know, when you did that, you asked me to delete that so that we could intentionally make Erica look crazy on Twitter. First of all, Erica can do battle by herself. Like She doesn't need anybody to make her look crazy on Twitter. She's a grown woman. She can make her own decisions. But for somebody like Ronald Richards, who at the time was working with the trustee, he's since been fired by the bankruptcy trustee. And I know that he does stuff like this because his wife, Lauren Richards, she has done the same thing where she has been on the in the YouTube comments. Hi, Lauren. I hope you're watching right now. I'm pretty sure you are. She is trolled in my YouTube comments and I've screenshotted them and posted them and told Ron, tell your wife to not be trolling in my in my Twitter comments. He'll have her delete them and then he'll say those they don't exist. That doesn't actually that comment isn't there. So I don't know where you got that comment from, but it's not actually there. If, sweetie, if we learned anything from the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial, we'll pull the metadata and we'll prove what's real and what's not. Okay. Cause if it's on the internet, it's out there, babe. It's out there. Okay. So I posted that. I said, I, I, I think it was gross that he recorded Tom and released it and was trying to shop it around to people and sell it to people. Gross, disgusting. Um, it was just to me, it was it, it was gross. It was low. It, and I called him out on that. I've consistently called him out on that because I believe as much as people want to believe that he puts out facts, he puts out speculation. He puts out some facts and then adds context that is not relevant or conveniently leaves out context. So yes, I did get involved. Yes, Erica did repost some of the things that I posted um, and it did get kind of messy and I was upset about it. But yeah, I love that you guys are saying hi to Lauren in the in the comments. You guys are so funny. Um, didn't she go through enough when her husband? Oh my God! No, okay, Linda, let's let's prevent these comments before we post them. Um, yeah, I appreciate the sentiment, Linda. That was a very. I know you were trying to give love and empathy to um, Taylor Armstrong, but. Um, and the the call the comment was a little there was no tact in that comment. Um, thank you guys. Uh, I never listened to Ronald Richards. I always felt he was inappropriate and cloud chasing. Yeah, here I'm not here to badger Ronald Richards, but yes, I was involved in the Twitter mess over the weekend. Um, I was in the middle of that. I got a little impulsive because it did make me upset that people praise this man and consider him some type of hero. And he is just as bad as Tom Girardi is. He is just as bad as Tom Girardi is and his gold digger of a wife. That's not nice. I shouldn't say that. I take that back. Sorry, we're live. <laughs> but his wife also likes to insert herself and then run and hide and delete comments when she can't take the heat. If you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen because I sit there when I put something out on Twitter, I sit there and I take every beating, every negative, nasty comment. Every time they say something about my face, my hair, my teeth, my personality, my opinions, whatever it is, I sit there and I take it. I don't hide behind a private profile. I don't hide behind, you know, my hubby. I sit there and I take it. Zach, you were right from the start about Ronald also going after Erica like he did. Here's what it is, you guys. Here we are. But yes, I did get involved in that. I was a little impulsive. Sometimes I wish I don't get as feisty and fired up about it. Um, 
But listen, I am, I is who I is. I do what I do. Sometimes I wake up and I choose love and light. And sometimes I wake up and I choose love and light the bitches on fire. Let's bring the heat. Zach, I love your hair and love you too. Thank you. You're very sweet, Renee. Um, okay. Anything else before we wrap? I don't want to trash Ronald Richards in the comment. I don't care to trash Ronald Richards. I honestly don't. I've said my piece. I've said my side of it. I have held him accountable in the past. Again, I'm one of the only people that's willing to call him out on his bullshit um, and hold him accountable ever. So here's where we is. Ronald got the heat. That he did that he did. It said that people drag you for reporting facts and two-sided journalism isn't that messed up. I've listened to you for almost three years. It's very well-researched and not one-sided. I I really do appreciate that. Um, listen, people will only hear what they want to hear. People will only see what they want to see, myself included. I try to be objective. Sometimes I get lost in the weeds. I am human. I'm not a journalist. I am a podcaster. Um, so I'm not reporting for the New York Times. I'm reporting for No Filter with Zach Peter. So my standard hopefully isn't that high. Hopefully the people that come and get the information, they take what they want, they get what they need and, you know, are able to kind of move on with their lives. But again, I will continue to point out the double standards. I will continue to call out the bad behavior. I will continue to hold people accountable when they need to be held accountable. It is what it is. Zach, back to Jen. Her mother can be added her mother can be added to the victims. Oh, Stacy, that's a good point. Okay, Stacy says, um, Zach, back to Jen. Her mother can be added to the victims list as she took money for the defense. I mean, ouch, shots fired, my love. Um, yes, I I think um I think that that's an interesting point. Um, because a lot of her family members did support her and help her and I'm curious what they all think I'm pretty sure she's saying this was the only option that I had but my thing is like was it really the only option that you had because you went so hard to prove and maintain and claim your innocence to me that is wild um how strongly she believed in her innocence and how hard she fell and like what is she going to do now is she going to lay low? Somebody was asking about the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reunion. She may end up doing a sit down with Andy Cohen. Um, I don't know if she's doing if she's going to film a season four of Salt Lake City. Um, maybe she will. And maybe that'll be her opportunity to tell her story leading up to when she actually has to turn herself in. I mean, or at this point, she might just be like, peace out. I'm done. I'm done with the public. I mean, I think the ego is too big on her to peace out. Um but I mean, at this point, she's already admitted in court that she's guilty, that she can't then go on the show and be like, this was my only option. I had to plead guilty. No, you didn't have to. You could have continued to go on and fight it in court and, you know, said that you were wrongfully convicted, which is what you were going to say regardless, because those were the cards that you were lining up, um, you know, especially with your Kim Kardashian stuff. But Coach Shaw said he knew. So he's more guilty than Erica, if that's possible. Knew what, Harriet? I don't, where did he say that and what did he say? Um, Zach, come on, where is she taping from federal pen? Well, she he, she's not in jail yet. She's not, she hasn't been arrested. She, we won't know until her court, her next hearing is on November 7th and that's the sentencing hearing. And that's where we'll find out when, how long she'll actually get behind bars and how much in restitution she'll actually have to pay. So between now and 
November, she can film for Real Houses of Salt Lake City. She can film the fourth season. So I'm curious, though, what the footage was that they shot in New York the other day, or I think it was last week when she was there with Heather Gay and Mer- Meredith Marks. Like, I'm curious as to what actually happened. I want to know what their reactions are. Meredith is supposed to be coming on my podcast. She was supposed to come on my podcast next week, um, and we just pushed it back to August. And now I'm like, shit, I wish we would have taped that by now. She's supposed to be coming on, and I cannot wait to hear what she has to say about all of this because it's not like they're going to be sitting there in court with her during her trial supporting her. She is admitted to being guilty. Um, But yes, to your response, Renee, she can still tape. Yeah. How can she tape now? Oh, my God. Well, I mean, here's the thing. She can tape. uh, Coach Shaw said in the interview with Adam that he understood her business. Oh, no. That is bad. That's bad. If he admitted that and she's now admitted to her business being wrong and illegal then I'm pretty sure charges can be filed against him now. I mean, I don't remember that part of the interview. Um, to be honest, I was a little litty city when I was watching that interview because I was getting my hair bleached at the time. But um, so I was a little distracted, but I got the highlights from Adam directly. However, if I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that clip from Adam's interview started circle- circulating and that's... Uh, uh, hopefully Andy won't give her a platform to spin her lies. I mean, here's the thing. I don't think, I think if she continues to film Salt Lake City, she'll, I don't know what cards she can even play at this point. Cause it's not like she can say this was my only option. Cause you admitted in court. Like you can't say I fake pled guilty. Who's going to believe you? Meredith got to consult either FBI first. I, uh, with the FBI first, did she? Coach said he knew what her business was, but didn't know it all. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that could be that could have him called into question as a result of that. Most inmates have elderly struggling patients, wonder how they'll receive Jen in prison. I don't know. Um, her, I think she'll be fine, to be honest with you. Uh, deaf need to be Liddy City when getting your hair bleached. Yes, Lacey. Lacey gets it. Lacey gets it. Yes. Especially since my hair is so dark. And the process is so long. It's like a seven-hour process with bleach and heat and toner. Oof. I wonder if Meredith is pissed now that she just pled guilty. I want to know if Meredith and Heather knew that she was going to be pleading guilty. Curious to see what Heather's reaction is going to be now because Heather is flying off to Thailand with Whitney to film Ultimate Girls Trip Season 3. That's going to be an interesting watch because I'm pretty sure that will be a topic of discussion. And I'm pretty sure Marisol is going to bring it up and going to mention it all. And I'm pretty sure Heather Gay is going to be in the hot seat. 11-11, yay! Yes, we need to manifest that. Or we need to manifest some good shit, some love, some good dick, and some good money, and some good opportunities. Hopefully, I'll be getting a good announcement this week. So proud of SDNY for clamping down on these heartless scammers. Yeah. I'm so late on the broadcast. I'm confused. How long is she looking to have to do? Okay, Linda. So let me recap it really quickly one last time for everybody. Jen Shaw appeared in court today. She admitted to being guilty for conspiracy to commit wire fraud. She The charge of conspiracy to commit money laundering was dropped as part of her plea deal. She is looking at the maximum 
30 years, she's likely not going to get that at all. But she's looking at, well, actually, if she does get more than 14 years, she can actually appeal that. As we heard from Matthew Russell Lee, who is a reporter live in New York, we heard from him and he said that anything over that 14 year mark, she can say that is um, too strong of a sentence and they can try to appeal that. So as of right now, she is looking at 11 to 14 years behind bars with nine million in restitution and six million in forfeitures in assets that have already been turned over to the government by the feds when they came and seized her home and they seized, you know, her property. So, but then we knew that she didn't really have much property that she even owned. So it's likely that there aren't even 6 million in assets that she really has to offer them. Um, but yeah, so that's what she's looking at. Her hearing will be November 7th of this year. We'll see. She will likely be, uh, she'll likely get sentenced before the end of this year. We do know that, you know, there was some pushback of some of her other previous case, uh, court hearings. Those got pushed back ultimately. Here we all are. Emily has responded. Did I miss Emily? Yes, Emily. Uh, she wasn't able to call in, but she sent us a voice note, and I've been texting with her. Um, she is very shocked by all of this. She is on set, so she can't actually um, give us much because she's like filming something right now. But it is, it is wild. Not sentenced till November. So yeah, right now she's. I don't think she's like necessarily on house arrest. I just know she's not able to travel out of the country. I believe she had to forfeit her passport, so she's not able to travel unless it's for her trial or for work specifically. Um, and she has to prove that it's a work trip. Other than that, she's stuck in in Utah and she can't leave. Um, wow. Uh, who will ever give her own mother the money that gems can't? Yeah, it's it's awful. It really is. The only interview she needs to do is with White Collar Advice on YouTube. She's going to want all of his tips before reporting to big old prison. I don't know who White Collar Advice is. Is that a YouTube channel? Should I be following that YouTube channel? Why doesn't she go to jail now? In order to go to jail, you need a sentencing. So we need to know how like the judge needs to review the the case and then determine how like what the um what the repercussions for her should be. They need to determine how much she should pay, how much uh, she should forfeit, and how much time she should serve. So a judge has to review everything and then make that sentencing. He won't be able to. They try to make it for October. Her attorneys had another case that they were, or another trial that they were going to be on at that time, so they decided to push it to November. She couldn't go to jail now because the judge hasn't reviewed everything. And today's hearing was an emergency hearing. It was something that happened very unexpectedly. Nobody was expecting it. The press release went out first thing in the morning, um, and it was all very unexpected. I assume yesterday they made the decision to plead guilty. And we're like, all right, let's do it. Let's do it first thing in the morning. Let's not tell anybody. Let's just boom, boom, boom and get it out which is exactly what she did. But that's why she hasn't been sentenced and that's why she hasn't been taken into custody. Wow. Yikes, guys. Okay, anything else? Uh, BravoCon announced their lineup today for anyone that wants to attend BravoCon. Um, there were a lot of names. Let's see. Uh, Gertie, Dr. Sarah, Nina, Maya Allen, Patricia from Southern Charm, Taylor Armstrong, um, Ian, Bill Aiden, Jennifer Aiden, Cynthia Bailey. Oh, wow, Cynthia's going to be there. Lisa Barlow will be there. Amanda Petula from Summer House will be there. Garcelle Bouveau will be there. Joe Benigno, Brian Benny, uh, Leva from Southern Charm. 
Caroline Brooks, Giselle Bryant. Oh, Giselle's going to be there. She'll be fresh off of Ultimate Girls Trip then. Um, Frankie Catania. Frank Catania. Dolores Catania. Wow, they'll all be there. Kate Chastain will be there. Andy Cohen, Craig Conover, Kyle Cook, Ashley Darby, Adriana from Miami, um, Z Dempers, Catherine Dennis, uh, Andrea Denver. Andre- oh, isn't he from Southern House? I thought he got uh, Summer House. I thought he got fired. Paige DeSorbo, Robin Dixon, Reza Farhan, Josh Flagg, Olivia Flowers, Heather Gay, Golnessa, Gigi, uh, Gia Judice, Teresa Judice, Brandy Glanville, Evan Goldschneider, Jackie Goldschneider, Joe Gorga, Melissa Gorga, Taylor Ann Green, Luke Gumbrelson. He also just got fired. Why is he going to be there? Vicky Gumbelson, Lisa Milan Hall, Rachel Hargrove, Marcy Hobbs, Lisa Hochstein. Oh, Lisa's going to be there. Fresh off her divorce. Lindsay Hubbard, Karen Huger, uh, MJ from Shaws of Sunset. Erica, oh, Erica's going to be there. Erica Jane will be there. Margaret Josephs, Tamara Judge, Emery um, from Family Karma, Reesh, Daisy Keller, Dorit Kemsley, James Kennedy, Heavenly Kimes, Gary King, Nicholas Kukukos, Austin Kroll, Gary King. Oh, we already got them. Uh, Madison LaCroix, Julia Lemingova, Ra- uh, Raquel Levis, Katie Maloney, Chris Manzo, Albie Manzo, Caroline Manzo, Brooks Marks, Meredith Marks, Nicole Martin, Dorinda Medley, Contessa Metcalf, Sierra Miller, Crystal Kung Minkoff, Alexia Napola, Naomi Olinda, Diane, Danielle Oliveira, Wendy Osef, Dr. Wendy, uh, Phaedra Parks. Oh, Phaedra's going to be there. Vishal's going to be there. Marisol Patton is going to be there. Larza Pippen, Carl Radke, Anisha, Kyle Richards, Sonia Richards-Ross, Lee Rossbach, Whitney Rose, Shep Rose, Rika, Anila, Tom Sandoval, Tom Schwartz, Glenn Shepard, Caroline Stanbury, Sutton Strack, Mia Thorderson, Carrie uh, Tithridge, Monica Vaswali, Courtney Veal, Jackie Walters, Quad Webb, Elaine Wel- Welteroth, Elaine Welteroth, Simone Whitmore, Sandy Yon, and Jill Zarin. Wow, wow, wow. That's the full list of BravoCon. Um, sorry, I didn't know some of those people. Uh, BravoCon, too much damn money. I don't think tickets have gone on sale yet. We don't know the actual official prices of tickets. The Manzos. Oh, I might have to bite and buy a ticket. Really? You're interested in the Manzos? We had Caroline before, but it's interesting that Albie and, and um, Chris will be there along with Caroline. Great lineup. I mean, yeah, it sounds pretty good. We'll see what BravoCon has to bring. But there you go. I believe tickets will be going on sale soon. We covered Jen Shaw. We covered the Tom Girardi voicemail. I do have another deep dive uh, episode in the Girardi files with Daniel Feruzin, who is an attorney here in Los Angeles. He was the one that gave Tom Girardi's final interview, I guess, before Ronald Richards decided to bait him on the voice on the recorded phone call. Um he has inserted or he is uh, coming on the podcast and he is going to be talking about the business side of things and the law firm and his final interview with Tom Girardi. So look forward to that on Wednesday. Do you go to BravoCon? Um, I did not go last year, but I, I don't know. I thought about going this year. I would actually like to like moderate a panel at BravoCon. I think I'm going to reach out to some peeps at Bravo and be like, hey, come have Zach Peter on. Let's do it. Come and see about me, boo. As a friend or an appearance. Ooh, Zach Book Club. Oh, Zach Book Club. Yeah. Bravo Book Club will, will be tomorrow night. And we're going to finish up Brandy Glanville's book, Drinking and Tweeting. Um, but that'll be tomorrow night. Jen Shaw changes plea to guilty in fraud case. I knew this was wrong. Boom.
there it is. All right, guys, um, the episode will be uploaded onto the podcast momentarily. If you're listening to this on, on the podcast, this was a live broadcast, a surprise live broadcast with this surprise breaking news. You can give me a follow at Just Plain Zach if you want to keep up with me. Follow the podcast at No Filter with Zach on Instagram, or you can join our private Facebook group. The link's in the description below. If you want to stock up on some fizzy housewives-inspired wine for yourself, you can stock up now at NoFilterWine.com. 13% alcohol by volume, but less than a gram of sugar. It is a perfect summer drink. It is in a can, but it is still yummy. It's in a can so that it's poolside. It is compact, so you can sneak it into your pocket, sneak it into your Uber, sneak it into the gym, wherever you want to take it. Stock up at nofilterwine.com. We have a fizzy white wine and a fizzy rosé wine available at nofilterwine.com. Inspired by Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Salt Lake City, Atlanta, and uh, New Jersey. So you can go and stock up at nofilterwine.com. Again, you guys can give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. Give the podcast follow at No Filter with Zach. Subscribe on YouTube if you haven't done so yet. YouTube.com slash Just Plain Zach. Smash that like button before you guys leave, guys. Smash that like button. If you're watching the rebroadcast, hello, Zach Pack Replay Crew. Drop a comment below. Let me know what your thoughts are on the Tom Girardi voicemail, on the Jen Shaw guilty plea, all of it. All of it. The wine is outstanding. Aw, thank you, Elaine. I love you, my dear. I appreciate you. Love you, Zach. Glad you do what you do. Oh, you guys are so sweet. You're a great moderator. Oh, thank you, Harriet. All right, guys. Love you. Appreciate you. Have a wonderful Monday, and I will chat with you. New episode of the podcast this Wednesday with Daniel Feruzen. Love you guys. Bye.